Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> Happy Friday, April 1st. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this fabulous, wonderful, amazing world. Hello and welcome to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and today I have the amazing pleasure and privilege of three guests, not one, not two, but three guests on my show. So we're going to go through housekeeping really fast because I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with this. And we're going to jump right in. If you haven't already joined us in the chat room and you would like to come play backstage, please click on the word chat room in the red bar near the top of your screen on a2zen.fm. And you can give yourself a name or anyone else's and log in. Come play with us. You can ask your questions that way. You can let us know if you don't have a question that way. <laughs> you can just come along for the ride. And if you want to call in, you can look up at the top of your screen and you'll find numbers to call in in the U.S., in Canada, and in the U.K., and if none of those really work for where you are in the world, you can actually Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can just click on that little icon. You don't have to wait for a confirmation of contact, anything like that. So join us however you like. If you have questions, you're welcome to jump in, and we will be happy to bring you into the party and... Oh my goodness, I'm really totally psyched today. We've spent the month of March having some amazing conversations about having sex. And we, I, for me, it just is sort of like now um, flowing into this conversation today, empowering your teens to dance with elephants. And while some of you might have tilted puppy dog heads... <laughs> This is really about um, a conversation I had with my dear friend, Julie Perkins, who is one of our guests today and is also one of our uh, – she's with her daughter, Christy, used to be a host here on A2Zen with their show, Teens Done Different. And we were having a conversation because we knew that – I knew that I really wanted to have them come play on the show. And as we were talking, um, she was – we were talking about the release of a, a book that has just come out a couple of weeks ago that we're all contributors to, and that is The Power of Releasing Judgment. And um, I just, I, I, what I have always loved about Julie and Christy and watching how they do their family with Connor uh, and, oh, is it Mark? I don't, I think I might be saying the wrong name. Um, no, you got Connor. it. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, um, is that there's such a, space that, that, that I see them creating. And if you will check into some of the shows of Teen Done, Teens Done Different, you will see what I'm talking about. So let me first welcome these amazing people, Julie, Christy, and Connor Perkins. Hello and welcome, beautiful ones. <laughs> Hello. Howdy. Thank you for coming to play. <laughs> well, thank you. So, thank you so much for having us. We really oh, my it. gosh. It is a pleasure. It is, and I'm so excited. And so, I 
love the way you guys create your lives. And and I know that it hasn't always been, like, peachy keen. <laughs> I know that you've come through some processes. And for me, that gives it even more flavor. And I and you've shared a lot of that on uh, the show, Teens Done Different, and just in your stories. And you've shared some beautiful things in your story, that in your chapter that you have in The Power of Releasing Judgment. And so when we're talking about dancing with elephants, I don't know if, if all of our listeners might be familiar with, but there's an expression we have um, called something about an elephant being in the room. And it usually refers to when there's something like really obvious that people are feeling awkward about or that's creating an awkwardness and people are not acknowledging it, like everybody's trying to pretend there is no elephant in the room, but it's so big and so noticeable, it is much like an elephant or having an elephant right in the midst of us. And so I love this energy of dancing with elephants and, and having gotten to play with you guys a bit through the show and different conversations, I watch, Julie, I watch you offer your kids the tools and, and being an example and being an invitation really to, to not having the awkwardness, to really having a way of choosing into how do we honor ourselves and have a conversation, and if it's appropriate, we we dance with that elephant. We call it, we own it, we claim it, or we just say, hey, does anybody else notice this big old elephant in the room? <laughs> so, so thank you for being yeah. that. <laughs> well, thank you for, and I have to say it hasn't always been that way. It's something that yeah. I learned and and yeah. something that I really come to embrace because it just works better. I mean, that whole metaphor about an obvious truth, it's just there and going unaddressed, you know, yeah. and I have to admit that I did, you know, some different things before, <laughs> and I'm glad I have right? different options to choose now, you know. Yeah, so it's really, yeah. It's really been an evolution for, for me as a parent, and it was the kids that led the way. They taught me. You know, I have oh, wow. countless stories about them saying stuff and me saying, oh, don't say that. You can't do that, you know, <laughs> and freaking out about it. And they're like, oh, wait a minute. What do they know here, you know? So um, it's Ooh, been a process. I love that. Yeah. So, Christy and Connor, what is it like having gone through this process? I, I know you talk about this a lot in different episodes of your show, and <clears throat> since we we have 55-ish or so minutes here, <laughs> What is what is the like one thing you're enjoying about having your life with your mom and dad and your sister and or brother relative to which one wants to talk first? Um, like with where you came from, with because your mom said you know she hasn't always done it that way. Like what if what do you really love right now about what you all have been choosing? I guess one thing that I could speak on for a little bit. One part that I really love is, um, like we said, talking about the elephant in the room, if you kind of just remove that entirely, you know, which, of course, is the ultimate goal. you got to take a lot of steps to get there. But I have found, even with just the little steps I have been taking to try and do that, things have been moving quicker for me on multiple levels. One, because I'm choosing things that I really, you know, are for me, that I really enjoy, that I would really like to do. And twofold, those things are coming quickly and easily for the most part, you know? At I least a lot that. quicker and easier than they were. Yeah. 
Beautiful point. Christy, what have you got, hun bun? I just, I like, when I, when I think of dancing with the elephant in the room, I almost imagine that, like, pertaining to our, our family's, like, change and, you know, more wow. space and freedom that we've created. When I think of that, it's, mm-hmm. I, I think of more of being the elephant in the room, like, Oh. Being that change and being that difference and being something that even if nobody wants to talk about it, it's big and it's large and everybody's thinking about it anyways. You're just you're being that difference and that change instead wow. of yeah yes. ignoring it. <laughs> that is so yummy! Wow, it's <laughs> just oh my so cool, Chrissy. Yes. See, look, folks, do you hear the brilliance of these children? <laughs> and oh I call God. you children. I know you're, you're near adult age, and so <laughs> I, I mean that in a, in a very endearing way. Um, wow. Yeah, out of the mouths of our babes. <laughs> so I'm going to leave what? it to Christy to start me laughing and crying at the same time this morning, <laughs> nine minutes into the show. I'm like, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, and I will tell folks a little story, because I don't know if all of my all the listeners for this show have gotten to have the privilege of meeting you guys before. Um, I got to meet Julie and Christy in Denver a few years ago at a class, and it was an amazing, incredible, life-changing kind of class, many of which are, and this one just happened to be one of those as well. And shortly after I kind of got to know you guys a little bit better just through Facebook and watching what you were creating. And then we got to show up on A to Zen as show hosts in, in congruent times. And it was really cool to see Julie, uh, just to see you give Christy the space and to see you, Christy, like really step into that regardless of how awkward it was for you. And you were just right there saying, you know, this is really awkward for me, <laughs> and I'm still going to choose it. <laughs> and, and this was the ESB class that we did um, in Denver. And, um, yeah, and so, so Julie, we're – I have a question, and it's kind of in the formation still, but I'm really curious, and you, sh- you do share some of this in your chapter in, in the book, The Power of Releasing Judgment, as well. Like, mm-hmm. What was that moment that you you just you could no longer pretend um, that you could still do it the old way that that your way was working? Like, was there a, a point that you just went, "Oh my God, I got to change this. This this is not working." Yeah. So as it as it related to bodies, so I think I to answer your question, I think I've had several different points depending on which mm-hmm. facet of my life. With, gotcha. <laughs> you know, jumping up and down in front of my face, what you know, like a, an excited kid to be to give attention to, you know. And so the <laughs> yeah. chapter in the book where we talked about our bodies, and I think the moment that it changed for me was when I started to feel not well again in my body, and I was mm. like, "What?" And I have, I am a breast cancer survivor. I spent a year in bed with severe adrenal fatigue, and I thought, oh, my gosh, this is going to be like three strikes. I am out. And 
what is this? What has to change here? I can't do this anymore. And that's when I found the connection to uh, judging my body. It's almost like, why aren't you doing this? for me? Why aren't you getting well? Why are you abandoning me? How could this be happening? We can't do this again. You know, and I was like really in the space of judgment. And so the kids and I off and on had also had little conversations about that. So it was not only my realization of that, but I would see the kids coming up with things going on in their body too. And I was really curious about how much of it was a reflection of what was all going on for all of us? Were we just like trading off yeah. <laughs> stuff yeah. mirroring stuff or whatever? And I think we all just kind of said, gosh, you know, can we do something different? This <laughs> is not working. <laughs> so I am also curious. It's like, because I know I had these moments with my mom, and I think probably many of us have had these moments with our parents. So another question to Christy and Connor. Uh, did you have moments where you felt like, the parent? <laughs> yes, the answer is yes. <laughs> and did you both have those, or or do, do you like Connor? You're the you're the eldest, are you, Connor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. five years Christie's older. Ah, and so did you at any point feel like okay, I'm gonna take the lead, or or did you like, and not necessarily from a place of you know arrogance or anything like that did you did you just like you you had a sense of what was really going on and and did you have the confidence at that point to play with that or to choose something with that yeah totally I feel like for me it got to a point where I was um I was running out my energy you know running out a lot of my energy Mm -hmm. to do anything you know just to you know, from basic, you know, daily tasks even into, you know, taking care of myself mentally, physically, emotionally and everything. And it got to the point where I was like, I don't have the energy, you know, to keep keep in this way that wow. is shown time and time again. It's not working for me, you know? Yeah, so yeah. So then I, you know, wow. I'd say forced forced to make a choice, but I was just more shown a good time to make a change through all that, and I think that that really helped. Nice. Wow. And Christy, so you being, uh, does your mom still call you the baby? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sometimes. (laughs) Rarely. And and having a brother, because in my case, I'm older than my brother. I'm the oldest, and my brother is the youngest by four years. And so being the youngest and being a girl, not to make that significant, but just curious about the the different dynamics you have experienced because you've made some really cool choices too here in this last two years and, and like really choices that honor you. And and do you feel like that was a part of that has been a result of the choices your mom has been willing to make and some of the things that Connor has been choosing? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I wouldn't be able to be anywhere where I am now if it weren't for um, <clears throat> my mom giving me that space to be um, whatever I was required me to be, and not right. to not judge that. And she just gave me a lot of choice in whatever I was choosing, and that sometimes I was choosing some like 
super dumb stuff, but the fact that she let me choose that and, like, process it <laughs> in my own way, because, you know, nobody's going to stop me from choosing what I'm going to choose. And so if I have, yes. if I have the choice to choose, then <laughs> it creates a lot more change and it creates a lot... Um, a lot of amazing choices that I've followed. Wow. Yeah. And and do you yeah. want to share with folks where you are at this moment in your it, it, the the school you've chosen and and what you do? Yes. Yes, um I'm currently attending Idlewild Boarding Arts Academy in um Idlewild, California, and it <laughs> is um a Boarding Arts High School, and I study songwriting there. And I, I made that choice, and I wouldn't be able to be there without the support of my my beautiful family. And wow. I remember the night I was um, filling out applications, um, and I had just heard about the school, like, two days prior. And I'm like, hey, Mom, we should check out this school. And she's like, yep, go for it. Do it. <laughs> You want to go there? That's you go make awesome. the audition tape. You do it, and it was just so awesome because there was, wow. you know, it, although it was like a, a lengthy process, there was little to no judgment at all about it, and it was just very freeing. All wow. of it. That is beautiful, and that you know, it, and it, I are have you to both say, in I, oh, jump in, Julie. Yes, yes. Oh, sorry to jump in there. I have to say that I really credit Connor with training me a lot about that because he went wow. first through through this process and I, I was, had a lot yeah. of interviews about about like, okay, you have to go to high school, it has to be, you know, you have to finish high school mm-hmm. and this is the way it has to be and then you're gonna go to college and then you're gonna go you know, and throughout that whole process, um, he was realizing a lot of things, traditional things, that weren't necessarily yeah. working for him. And so he really was training me to look differently. So I really want to thank you, Connor, for yeah. that. I didn't really thank realize you, that until right now. He was paving the road here. That is so and, cool. And yeah. he's got some really cool choices he's making, too. I know we're getting close to I was just going to ask, but. yeah. Yeah, because I remember, Julie, you telling the stories of of some of Connor's experiences when he was really young with the schools and with the stuff that was going on. And so, Connor, are you – now, is it both, like, in the – do you both have, like, that arts thing going on? Or where where is the – where are you drawn to, Connor? What are you playing with <laughs> right um, now? I'm lots of things. I was recently working down for um, Public Works in the city in yeah, just a little part of Denver. And it was awesome. You know, I got to take care of the land in a few different places. But, you know, the whole situation was kind of more of a doing it for the paycheck and doing it, you know, just to kind of uh, keep on keeping on or whatever, however you want to put it. (laughs) But um, I have since chosen to, uh, towards the end of this summer, I'm going to take a trip to Denmark, Vila, Denmark, for a... It's um uh it's a it's like a sports school, sports science, um, natural sciences, you know, medicine school. Wow. And it's a semester long program. And yeah, I don't know what my plans are after that, but um I've decided to give myself a little bit more time just to work on getting in shape physically, mentally and, you know, working up a little mm-hmm. nest egg to go do that trip. 
And that is, that so is yummy. actually Yeah, it is yummy. It sounds super awesome because that's what I actually enjoy studying. So I feel like mm-hmm. it'll, it'll be good to be back in an environment where I can learn information that I wow. can use and enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the energy of all of this is just so incredibly lovely and delightful. I'm just having the best time. Wow. We're going to take our first break, and I would like to invite all of you to, if you haven't already begun to do this, just allow this energy that Christy and Connor and Julie are being, and and this beautiful, mm, I don't even know, it's this, this lovely essence that they bring into this um, into this party, so to speak, and just if you will, I'm going, to let, I'm going to invite you to play with the question, what am I willing to receive from this? And what am I now willing to choose my version of that Julie and Christy and Connor are offering me, that, that they're showing me? And there's something, just, there's, there's like so many golden nuggets here and not many of them have words yet. So, <laughs> so we're going to take our break, and you are listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am Keisha Clark, here today with Julie and Christy and Connor Perkins, having a delightful conversation about empowering your teens to dance with elephants. And we will be right back after these messages. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world? and to like yourself a lot more. Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 in Canada at 613-800-8736 in the U.K. at 
0625, by Skype at a2zen.fm, or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> Welcome to the next segment of Living Well here on a2zen.fm. I am Keisha Clark, and... I am having a delightful time having this conversation today with Julie and Christy and Connor Perkins. I love calling you guys the Perkins Three, even though I know there's really four of you. <laughs> <laughs> and he's here. Um, Mark's here. He's in the background. He's like oh, in the house. So energetically, he's here listening to us as well. <laughs> I love that. I love. No wonder this is like so yummy. This is just such a beautiful thing you guys are creating and wow we could probably do like a whole series and from like choosing embodiment choosing your family and then just go forward from there and today we're talking about empowering your teens to dance with elephants and julie has uh, some some fun stories to share and i'd like to let we'll start off with letting julie share and then we had some interesting stuff going on in the chat room that i'm going to pull into this too so julie you have some funny stories <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I was just contemplating that elephant in the room and the fact that, you know, my kids always knew them and always saw them and wanted mm -hmm. to address them. And for instance, there was a time when we had first moved here to Colorado and I was at the FedEx office. I took Connor with me and I'm trying to pack up my package and he's climbing underneath the, the desk there while the supplies are. And this woman walked in. And Connor kind of popped out from underneath the desk, and he looked at her, and he says, pointed, and he said, that woman, he says, she is fat. And I freaked out because the woman heard wow. her and turned around, and I was like, oh, my gosh, honey, you can't say that. And I kind of, you know, made him go up there mm -hmm. and apologize to her. And Connor and I have mm -hmm. talked about this since then. He doesn't necessarily cognitively remember that, but he remembers me mm -hmm. telling the story. And um, mm -hmm. the woman turned around and she said, it's okay, it's true. Wow. And and I was like, 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 you know, so here I've been sort of like energetically, you know, reprimanding and kind of beating Connor up for that. And when she said mm -hmm. that, no, it's okay, it's true, I felt like she punched me in the face. You know, I was like, what? Wow. Like that, that truth just sort of went kablam right up in my face. And I was like, wow. So... He really did know a truth in the room, and he was observing that, and he was calling that out, yeah. and I was trying wow. to make him wrong for it. You know, this was a Amazing. lot of years ago, and, and I didn't have any other tools other than what societal etiquette says, which is like you mm -hmm. don't call people fat in front mm -hmm. of their face because it's rude. Wow. <laughs> you know, wow. You know yeah. what I mean? So I was like, yeah. so that kind of gave me a clue that, you know, I've got this really you know, very aware, intuitive being here. <laughs> and yeah. I, he doesn't, like I said, he doesn't necessarily cognitively remember it and he doesn't, you know, didn't seem any worse for the wear of it, but it was me that was like, ugh. So, so that was, you know, <laughs> one story. And, and he was mm -hmm. like, I would say three-ish. We moved here when he was about three and a half. So it couldn't have been too much longer after that. So, mm -hmm. so um, you know, Christy had a similar um, story when she was young and she was saying something, and we kept telling her she couldn't do something, which, you know, mm -hmm. for Christy, anybody <laughs> who knows Christy, um, that's like, you know, 
human interesting. And, you know, that's like, okay, yeah. And so we were still just realizing this, though. You know, at three, she was really telling right. us. And we said, she said, well, why? Why can't I do this? And we said something because of, about, about being an adult thing, that she couldn't do it because she was too young because it was an adult thing. And that little girl put her hands on her hips and shouted, well, when do I get to be adult? <laughs> As in A, base, D-O-L-T. Like adult, a dunce, you know, oh, like an, 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 an idiot big person, you know. <laughs> when do I get to be adult? Oh, it's just really showing me that, like, oh, wow, yeah. Um, maybe she does know something. And maybe it's oh my goodness. okay to let her try certain things. So those were two elephants that I could remember that they knew about and that they were I trying to that. show me about. Yeah. It, it's and, and the question I had put to everybody in the chat room was, you know, um, around when do you first remember <clears throat> being able to see, quote-unquote, the elephant in the room or the elephants in the room. And I love your illustrations uh, in these stories. And we've had some beautiful sharings in the chat room too about how young people are realizing they were. We've had two and three and five and seven and four. Um, and and for me, something that I didn't really acknowledge until this last few years, um, cognitively acknowledge with, with consciousness attached as we say, um, was how aware I was as a child and how much was actually going on. And I love your story with Connor around what he was actually perceiving in this woman's universe. And, you know, as children, we don't have filters. And, and yes, how often have we been reprimanded and corrected for <laughs> essentially for having awareness, right? <laughs> Yes, and if I haven't apologized to both of them now, I'm going to do that. I suck. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> but thank you for training well, you, me. <laughs> well, you definitely have, Mom, so thank you. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, for, 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 now, Julie, you, you came up in a, your, your parents didn't practice access consciousness, correct? <laughs> correct. Correct. <laughs> So and you have so you have great I, comparative things. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I really feel like my parents always, my dad would always say, how is your heart? You know, and my wow. mom was always so highly intuitive. And I think that they just kind of held that space. And I also hmm. know that they walked a lot of the line of like what this reality is, you know, what's acceptable, what's not yeah. acceptable. And um, yeah. that kind of really makes you a little bit weird because you're like, well, how come we're not doing this? Because you're you're seeing the elephant and you're watching all these people walk mm-hmm. around and you're like, um, um, um. <laughs> What's that for the poop pile? <laughs> Try to raise your hand and then you put your hand back down and you sort of back mm-hmm. away because you're like, I guess I'm not supposed to do that, you know. But yeah. my parents, again, to this day are always very supportive. They don't always get it <laughs> they're always mm-hmm. very supportive of what yeah. of what we're we're trying to do which is really honor the kids for their knowing what they know and especially their body yeah. you know what they know about their oh. bodies which yes, is, you know let's different talk about bodies so so i'm curious connor and christy whichever one of you want to jump in um 
having now this experience that you've been able to be, and well, that you've been choosing and creating, really, and co-creating these last few years, what what has changed for you um, that like that you wouldn't have even like something that's kind of surprised you? Like, do you have do you feel more comfortable in your body? Do you have confidence about your body? Do you have a relationship with your body now? Yes, to all three of those things. Definitely. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's totally like releasing judgment in one area of your life leaves so much more room to release judgment in everywhere, you know. And I uh, love that releasing, yeah, releasing judgment in, in the family and with choices and with energy. It really opened me up to say like, oh well, you know, like hello body, I have a body. I'm actually going mm-hmm. to commit to having a body, <laughs> and <laughs> it, I'm not. I'm not going to judge it because it just it slows me down. It slows my body down because judgment is just sticky. And so I chose. Wow. I chose yeah. out of it as as soon as I like saw that that was an option. That is so cool. And with bodies, we can very easily go into the conversation about sex. And I know that your mom and your dad allow you guys the space to have conversations about sex and things pertaining to sex, both the physical representation of that or expression of that as well as the energetic expression. And and what is that like for you at the age you're at for each of you? Um, well, well it's, it's, you, you go first, Boogie, because you're younger. Okay. <laughs> For me, it's like, (laughs) it's always been one of the biggest elephants in the room to kind of look at because it's made so wrong and taboo and not to be talked about, especially to younger people and teens like I am. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, it's made like scary and not fun and not like owning your your body and, like, being completely, like, I don't even, I don't even know, like, the energy of uh, sexualness and being mm-hmm. completely receiving and gifting, and it's never taught like that. It's always taught, like, it's scary and it's sad and it's, um, yeah. it's really cool to have the space to talk about that in my family and in most of my environments because it is a big, big elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Connor? <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I just always thought that, um, it's just, it's, such a played up thing that's supposed to be taboo and hard to deal with and you know a phase that you know you have to go through and of course that relates mm-hmm. to your family because they're the ones all around you while you're doing it and um mm-hmm. but i would say that i had a chance to just sort of feel it out on my own and get a lot of support when i needed it 
with, and it was the support was right there and right away because of that strong communication and everything. So I just say that um, it really it helped me kind of grow into grow into whatever it is I wanted it to be without form. You know, it wasn't trying to be. It wasn't trying to be structured. Wasn't yeah, like I said, it wasn't yeah. trying to be structured and like forced into this box or whatever. You know. That is beautiful. And and for each of you, did you get to, like, bring what you actually knew? Did you get to tap into your knowing about bodies and about sex and sexualness and copulation with the conversations you have with your with your mom and dad? Yeah, they were definitely very supportive of letting us use what we knew in our awareness to uh, to play into that. Wow. So, Julie, that's some pretty that's some pretty massive elephant work there. <laughs> you know, and parents. again, I, I know, and again, I have to thank both the kids for being my teachers in that because the topic of sex was really biomechanical <laughs> for mm-hmm. me. You know, at when mm-hmm. I was their age, it was about the mechanics of it and the mm-hmm. biology of it and what that can result to only in that way you know so yeah uh, yeah it, it just it, it kind of uh, i really removed the whole energetic component of it which i you know i'll admit i still i still struggle with that energy of sexualness that they talked about is the creation energy the creationist yeah. energy it's that just being alive when everybody mm-hmm. looks at you doesn't mean that they're trying to jump into bed with you <laughs> it means yeah. that that you are um radiating a life force that is appealing to them and so somewhere along the way you know um i'm still learning some lessons of that and unlocking some stuck places around wow. that and it's yeah. been it's still it's still a journey and i've got these two right there with <laughs> it and teaching me all the time too and you know if i can just so stay cool. stay stay open and yeah. stay with it you know then then we're all learning and growing and moving forward which is really awesome i gotta say it's, so awesome oh my gosh totally that is incredibly awesome and and now so we know that that it's not all like a walk in the park necessarily as we say and um so we're we're coming up to our next break and what i'd like to do is offer people just some you know um not to make it that there has to be difficulty um but i would also like if if you guys have just something you want to share about when you know you you Oh, what am I asking you? It's it's this energy of like, okay, so did you have to kind of find your way to navigate all of this openness and space and like was it weird or did it take kind of a process of getting into how you guys dance with each other is is like is kind of what I'm curious about. Um because we know that, you know, there are no absolutes. <laughs> and even in the the most open and honoring of relationships, um there are those moments that we like we get into some stuff and we get into the weeds, so to speak. Um, So I'd like to go to break and I'm going to let you guys kind of play with 
some of that over break. And yeah, wow, I am so grateful <laughs> to be having this conversation with Julie and Christy and Connor Perkins today. You're listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. We're talking about dancing with elephants and just the amazing knowing that we actually have and the awareness that we really that we are. <laughs> and what else is possible with that as a family? And I'm loving, I'm loving that we're getting to have some of these beautiful examples and and that these amazing people are just sharing with us such beautiful possibilities. So thank you, everybody. Thank you, Julie. Thank you, Christy. Thank you, Connor. Thank you, listeners. And we will be back in just a few minutes. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 in Canada at 613-800- 8736 in the UK at 033-0001-0625 by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com Now back to our show. <laughs> Welcome to our last segment of this show today on Living Well here on a2zen.fm. We're talking today about empowering your teens to dance with elephants, and we are having this delightful conversation with 
Christy Perkins, Connor Perkins, their mom, Julie Perkins, and remotely their dad, Mark Perkins, who is in the space with them. And so we have really the whole family going on here. And before we jump back into the conversation, I just wanted to offer, Julie, did you have any offerings, or or Christy and Connor too, um, do any of you have any offerings that you want to share with folks, classes, services, different stuff you're doing that that you want to invite anybody to play with? Well, we are in the process of redoing our – we have a Teens Done Different Facebook page, and awesome. we're in the process of getting a website up to do some work. So Christy pops in and Yay. out of Colorado, and when she does, both she and Connor do the Access Consciousness Body process, body Processes, which they are going right. to um, offer more here um, as to, to the community. Good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so Connor, before he leaves, the country, he'll he'll do that as well. And they both also <laughs> run bars. So um, we're going to use that website as a way to uh, let people know wow. that there are teens actually doing things different. Yeah. So it's not just oh. me, you know, it's not like, yeah. yes. this woman, oh you know, to get some body processes, these teens are offering that too to their peers. So that's, that gives that's me shiver. Oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And, and the teens are and I, they help me build the website, so it's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yay! And I know we have your uh, the website link for your site, Julie, as well is on this replay page. So um, if that is is that a good way to kind of get started and find information, or um, if we if we get the link to the Facebook page, we can actually add that to this replay page. Um, as well, so folks can just scroll down and click to find this for all of those uh, of you listening in the future. So um, how does it get even better? Wow. <laughs> so yeah. is there is there any um, – are there any places that are still kind of I'm, – I'm, this is my curiosity. Are there any places that you still find yourself kind of tippy-toeing, you know, any any areas that you find challenging to navigate, even with this amazing openness in the relationship that you that you are you guys are choosing um i was just curious if anything was showing up in that respect money money <laughs> oh, fascinating I okay think, yeah <laughs> at least from my interesting point of view i don't know if anybody else senses that but ever since we were little it has been like a big elephant in the room and it's such like it's become a lot of intense energy trying to move that judgment and change it and choose differently and it's it's definitely not something that can like slow us down because we're the Perkins and we can like (laughs) get through anything and we can change it because that's that's how our family dynamic works. We change and we grow and we learn all the time. And yeah. so it's it's like while there are still things, no, while there are still elephants in the room, I guess we kind of can like make the room into a circus. And <laughs> just have oh, I love it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it does feel like we're in the middle of a money, mad, mad money circus, right? Right. <laughs> you know, just moment, so, just thanks, Christy, for, I, I feel like I'm clearing on a massive level right now. <laughs> and I mean that seriously. I am thanking you. Yeah. Even though I'm going, oh. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and so this is beautiful. Like, this is exactly what you guys all, all invite each other to. And, and I love this is really what you're inviting us to as well, is the, that even in the spaces and the places there are challenges or difficulties for one or all of you, respectively, um, you still choose to, like, play in this game together, you know, and stay with the team kind of thing is, is what I'm perceiving and uh, I love what Christy said. We are the Perkins. <laughs> um, so, so ha- having this also now that you know, Christy, you and Connor being kind of going out into the world, so to speak. Do you find it you have ease with what you are creating, like in creating relationships when you meet other people? Um, just do you find that you have a, a sense of ease or a different kind of ease today than you did four years ago? I I can hear Connor talking, but I can't hear him on the line. We're not hearing you on the line, Connor. Are you muted on your end? Maybe if there's a soft key on your phone. You guys phone. got me now. You oh, there, got me now. there, 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 Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, no worries. Yeah, but, uh, so what I what I was getting at is that um, I feel like um, versus versus four years ago, I have a lot less worry, you know, and that's just that's something that you can work on in right. a lot of aspects of your life. But by just letting the elephant be in the room, but by changing it from an elephant into just something that exists, <laughs> just like everything else is on this earth. I found that a mm-hmm. lot less worry has occurred in my life. I love that. Yes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And for me, you know, as the parent, I still struggle with giving over the reins to them, you know, especially oh. when things like relationships come up and I see them getting hurt or affected by other mm-hmm. people's actions or behaviors. You know, I still have trouble not wanting to go in there and, you know, take the reins and and manage yes. all of them, you know. Yeah, everything, yeah. Everything from comforting them to beating the snot out of the other people, you know, I'm protecting my <laughs> kids, you know. So, so it's, yeah. That's still a challenge, you know. Yeah, and thank you for for saying that because you know I don't know that that ever really goes quote unquote away you know um and perhaps that is really one of the most challenging parts in parenthood or of parenthood is like there is that natural inclination to like you know step in and yet are you really empowering your children when you choose that exactly and that's so I've really learned a lot from that and been able to be present and set the space, you know, I call it the conversation container. I just set yeah. a space and I infuse it with courage and vulnerability for all of us. And when we enter in that space, then um, the reins have to stay outside. Yeah. Nobody oh. nobody has the well. reins inside the space. And so that's yeah. where I've been practicing is setting that kind of container and conversation. And they they come to me more as them. Uh, is my perception, yeah. you know, and we all benefit from that. That is so beautiful. In in horse language, uh, that's referred to as being at liberty, 
meaning you're working with your horses with no lines and no harnesses. And I love the energy of that. And and it and really, when you are, for me, when I get to play with horses and I'm working with them at liberty and they choose to turn and, as we say, give me both ears, there's such an honoring in that. And it's like they got to the point that they actually chose that and they are interested in something I have to say. And I love yeah. that, like, that imagery kind of cross maps over um, with what you're talking about with your with Christy and Connor and that is like a moment when you're when our children look to us from the space of curiosity rather than because we're telling them to look at us. There's just something magical that can happen. It is so much more space. Wow. You guys, we could have like four more conversations. You want to just do like <laughs> monthly conversations with the person? <laughs> sure, set yeah. us up. I love what you bring to the table. Yeah. Yeah. Let's play with the possibilities. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yes, I'd love to. That'd be awesome. Cool. Oh, I wonder. Okay, so let's just like ask what wants to be created to start showing us. How cool is that? You heard it here, (laughs) folks. Um, So I just, first I want to thank you. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for showing the world the possibility of of choosing relationship of family from a completely different space. Thank you for being willing to be the invitation you are being. And um, we have about a minute and a half, and I know that's kind of a crunch. And so is there any parting word any of you would like to just share with our listeners today? Show up. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I love it. I love it. it. You know, just keep just, just it. Yeah, just keep showing up. Awesome. Keep showing up. Awesome. Oh my goodness. So, what if we could dance with elephants with total ease? What if we could be the invitation for people to acknowledge whatever's going on for them from the space of no judgment, and just really open ourselves to the possibilities of what that can create. How much more ease would we have in our lives? Oh, Connor and Christy oh. and Julie, I adore you. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to getting to have more conversation with you. And I'm going to make a quick plug, too, for something cool we have coming up. And the link to that is also on this replay page. We, uh, my, my beautiful co-producer, co-sister, co-fun maker and creator, <laughs> Rhonda Burns and I are playing with a new adventure, The Ten Days of Having Sex with the Universe, and you can find that link to come and play with us on this replay page, as well as some other cool links to some really cool stuff. So have a great week, everybody. Dance with those elephants and enjoy. <laughs> Thank you, Thank Perky you. family. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, us. Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease?